Hello, thanks so much for tuning in to our podcast. I'm Michael Grant, Senior Pastor of Faith Worship Center International right here in Columbus, Georgia. Today, I'd like to share a word straight from God that's just for you. I hope you're prepared. Grab your pen, paper, your tablet. Most importantly, grab your Bible, your sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And let's prepare to take notes on what God has to share with you on today. I'm excited for you because you're about to grow to a greater place of faith in God. Let's tune into the word. I want to talk for a few moments on the seed of faith. Somebody say the seed of faith. Uh, the Bible says something very particular in Genesis, the eighth chapter, and I want to preface that by saying that I think when it comes to harvest, what I specifically, well, above what I think, what I heard the Lord say was, we have a different mindset. The word that he gave me was misconstrued mindset concerning harvest. Misconstrued simply means that we have an incorrect uh, uh, ideology as opposed to what the meaning of a thing is. We assume that harvest is one thing, but God said that our mindset is a bit misconstrued because when it comes to harvest, our thought process has been developed to think that harvest is all about us celebrating things that we receive that we have not paid for. Yeah, it's about something coming out of nowhere as if uh, uh, the Lord of the harvest is going to miraculously throw something in your life that you did not deserve, you did not earn. Though there is a place and a time in God called Jubilee, We've got to understand the definition and the specifications of different seasons that God releases and concerning harvest. Harvest is not specifically, someone say specifically, harvest is not specifically about us receiving from something that we have not paid for. Harvest, on the contrary, is all about having sown, as the Bible says in Genesis chapter 8, verse number 22, the Bible says, as long as the earth remains, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, they shall not cease, which denotes God is explaining creation and how even after he has uh, destroyed all of creation and all things that were, he had a conversation with Noah saying, listen, I know that things seem like they're going to be different now, but I want you to remember there are principles that I have established in the earth that whether the earth is brand new or old, the principle will not change. Uh, look at somebody nudge him and say principles, principles, principles. Yeah, principles. And so God is encouraging Noah to let him know. Now, though I have destroyed all of creation, I want you to remember that as long as the earth itself remains. Somebody, somebody do one of these numbers right here. As long as this earth remains, yeah, yeah. As long as I'm still in the presence, as long as I'm still moving, breathing, there are principles that God has set in place in the earth that he has ensured that as long as there's breath in your body, that principle will continue to work. As long as you are continually aware, as long as you're in the land with opportunity to, to function by the earth, that there are principles in the earth that are ready to work in your favor. Somebody say, my favor? Oh, yes, your favor. There are principles that are working. And one of those principles is as long as the earth remains, there will be seed time 
and there will be harvest. There will be a time for the seed. You'll see what I'm holding in my hand is a pack of seeds. This is called sweet corn. I don't know if y'all grew up like I did, but uh, grandma used to put a little bit of sugar in everything that she cooked. She would put sugar in her cornbread. She would put sugar in her sweet potato. She would put sugar in her sweet potato pie. It was just always sugar on top of sugar on top of sugar on top of There was a song back in the day that said just a, sh a spoonful of sugar helped the medicine go down. Anybody know that those old songs and, and so and so this sweet corn is an example but this sweet corn as you see depicted here the image here you see it in harvest form you see it in the form of its full maturation but it did not come into the earth this way there was a time for this called harvest but prior to the time of harvest that had to be first seed sown. And we know that the Bible declares in the book of Luke that the seed, the word of God is the seed. And so when God spoke things into existence, though when he spoke it, it birthed forth like this in his essence of who he was in the makeup of God, it started out like this. We know this because when the season changed in the day of Adam, that he began to reap harvest, he had to, in order for the earth to break forth in a new harvest, he had to partake of the seed in seed time sow it into the ground and then there was a harvest that broke forth so it did not come out of nowhere I don't care what you say your harvest is not going to come just out of the wind if it does it's not yours you're stealing yeah yeah harvest is intentional the reason that Adam was able to benefit from the harvest in the midst was because God placed man in the earth to dress it and keep it and gave him dominion over the earth so in essence God said I'm going to speak the seed of my word and my word will produce a harvest and I'm going to put you over that harvest and so because I have uh, uh, attributed it to you it belongs to you now it's yours somebody say now it's mine and it was the responsibility of man to get into the garden and dress and keep it. The Bible tells us that in the early portions of Genesis. So we must understand that pertaining to, to the, the harvest that we are now walking in, there must be a transition. There must be some type of process that is exacted when the corn is in seed form to transition it from seed form in to harvest form. What do we find this process? I believe we find it in John chapter 12, verse number 24, when we see Jesus explaining the process of winning all of humanity back into right relationship with the Father, where he says, except a corn of wheat fall into the ground and die, except the seed of this wheat fall into the ground and die, it will remain in seed form. But if it goes through the process of dying, it will not come back the way you saw it. Jesus said, these are Jesus' words. He says, but it shall produce much fruit. Anybody in the mood for muchness? Yeah, anybody in the mood for abundance? Anybody in the mood for overflow? Is there anyone who wouldn't mind God causing what started out as seeds in your hand to become abundance of a harvest? Somebody say, I'll take that, I'll take that, I'll take that. There must be a process. In order for you to take it, there must be a process that takes place. And that process is called, I, I, I like to insert this to make sure that we understand what must take place. And that is that there must be a trade-off. In order for seed to become harvest, there must be a trade-off. You cannot keep this seed in your hand and allow it to become harvest. Now, I'm going to pause right here because y'all think I'm talking about money. 
And I want you to know that the word of the day is, anybody remember what I said we were talking about? The seed of faith. I'm talking about your faith. I'm talking about the thing that gives you true reality and manifestation to the things that you don't see. What I'm talking about today is the fact that God has given unto every man a measure. God has given unto every one of us a seed called faith. And the question is, when he comes back for us, will the seed still be in the pack? Or will the seed be sown into situations called earth? This is a very unique little package here. I actually I, I attempted, hopefully our media ministry have the image that I, that I sent to them so that we can use. I want you to see what this package says uh, uh, because it explains fully how to get this from one phase, from the phase of seed into the phase of harvest, okay? On the back it says, an old time favorite called what? Sweet corn. Uh, uh, ears are six to seven inches long. It gives you a revelation of how big it's going to be, right? And it goes on to say, uh, uh, with even rows of kernels, or kernels, excuse me. You see how the, the rows are, 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 are nicely spaced out accordingly, and you can eat them, and you can get it all stuck in your teeth. And just as you eat that row that's stuck in your teeth, you be go to the next row, and there's still a little more corn waiting on you, right? He says, excellent for table freezing or canning. It tells you what you can do with this harvest after it has transitioned from seed form. Goes on to tell you how long it takes for it to germinate. In about five to ten days, it'll break forth out of seed form. You won't be able to see it. I'm going to talk about that in just a moment. But it'll germinate and begin to break forth. It tells you how deep to sow it. Somebody say, how deep to sow it. Uh, it says it's about one and a half inches into the ground. And it tells you how far to space the seedlings apart from one another, which is how far? Four to six inches. Then it tells you how to space the rows apart. You got the seed spaced out four to six inches and you go over one row about how far? 30 to 36 inches and you can start the process all over again. And it lets you know about how long it's going to take for you to get your harvest. Wouldn't it be nice if the Lord would tell us, if the Lord of the harvest would let us know. How long it was going to take for us to receive the harvest of our faith? Wouldn't it be beautiful if we would be able to know the time? And Jesus said it is not for you to know the time nor the hour that the Son of Man will return. Even the Son of Man knoweth not. But the Father, the Lord of the harvest, he's aware and he knows just how long it's going to take for you to receive your harvest. The problem that we have with this thing is that we, we refuse to make the trade-off because when we release ourselves of the seed it seems as though we have lost the, the the loss is immediate but the harvest takes time and so we sow that seed that's the word i want to get to we sow the seed into the ground we put it into the ground a, an inch and a half and we space it away from the next seed about six inches and then we go even over to a next row and we find that it's about 30 to 36 uh, 36 inches away from next row and then we wait and we don't know the time and it seems like we've lost something that was important to us because God has asked us to move from our comfort zone. We were okay with believing God for paying our bills. And then he tells us to believe for debt freedom. And we don't understand. We don't conceive. We don't have the instructions as to how long it's going to take for us to become debt free. And so we go back and we pick up our seed. We draw back Hebrews. 10, 38, 39, 
We draw back from faith and we stop believing God the way that we believed him. We stop believing him for the impossible. We start trying to make the impossible possible when our, when our, through our human means, we were never able to do so. Scientists go back and forth with one another as to trying to figure out what is the, what is the key to human life? What causes the heart to beat? Why doesn't it just stop? Then they say it's, 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 it's an electrical pulse that's going on. Yeah, but where did it come from? You can't figure it out. Why? Because it is not it is not unto man to know the power except to encounter the power. And so we find ourselves in a in a in a bit of a, a, a between a rock and a hard place because we don't want to be moved from the comfort of where we were. But if we stay where we were, God will not be pleased with us. Somebody say, what do we do? What do we do? I'm glad you asked. What we must do is do like Jesus did. Understand that faith is a seed. Look in your Bibles to Luke chapter 17, verse number six. Luke chapter 17, verse number six. We see Jesus. Watch this. When his when his disciples asked him in verse number five of the self-same text, they asked them, they said, Lord, increase our faith. Move our faith from being just seed form and cause it to become a harvest. Shift my faith. Here's what the apostles, the, the disciples who were called to be the apostles, uh, to be apostles, they say, Lord, this is not enough for what you've told me I'm going to do. This is not enough for me to lay hands on the sick and they recover. This is not enough for me to believe you for the miracle. This is not enough for me to partake of any deadly thing and it do me no harm. This is not enough. They say, Lord, increase my faith. He says, I'm glad you asked. He said, if you have... The seed, faith, make no mistake, though you may not feel like it's enough, this seed, can you can speak, with this seed, you can speak to the, to the mountain and tell it to be thrown into the sea and it'll have to obey you. He says, you can speak to this sycamine tree and you can tell it to be plucked up and be planted in the sea. There's nothing wrong with the seed, he's saying. But if you want to increase your faith to be able to do the types of things that I do, you must be willing to sacrifice. You must be willing to let go of your comfort zone. You must be willing to go against even the things that the people who are around you have expected you to fulfill and do in your life. And so we find Jesus in Luke 17 and 6 expressing that faith is like seed form. I love how the Bible goes on and it always progresses. The word of God is never stagnant. It's always progressive. It's always moving forward. And so we find in Galatians chapter 5 verse number 22, we see that same seed now in fruit form. I like it because yeah, because now the apostle Paul, who is the harvest of Jesus's sacrifice, we see him standing and saying, now the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, long suffering and faith. So it starts out in seed form and it breaks forth in harvest. But how the seed except the corn of wheat fall into the ground and die. What is this dying? It's the sowing. It's the releasing. It's the stepping out of your boat on the water into uncharted territories and being willing to lose and leave your comfort place and step out into uncertainty what am I trying to help you understand there are some things there are some situations in your life that you're trying to deal with it through this means right here but God is trying to tell you it's going to take this type of faith to overcome this type of challenge We don't like the dying process. This ain't a popular message. I thought this was harvest. Oh, it's all about the harvest. It's all about the harvest because I started out by saying you can't expect something to come out of nowhere. It must be your property if you're going to reap it. 
Hello, somebody. I tell you what, let me come in your house and let me eat all your food and just leave and see how you, how you like your pastor then. Yeah, at least ask me, pastor. At least let me invite your pastor. Come up in my house eating my harvest. Yeah, there's a harvest that has your name on it, but you must be willing to plant the seed. And here's, here's, here's where faith is at its best from being, being able to be increased. It's when it goes down into deep, dark, lonely places. Hard pressed. Come on and act like you know the process of harvest that I'm talking about. You plant a seed into the ground. It's not around. It can't see. It does not realize that just six inches away from it is somebody else going through the same situation that it's going through. I wish y'all could hear by the spirit. I don't got a lot of time. You feel like you're by yourself in your struggle, but not not six inches away from you. There's, there's somebody else that's germinating through that same process of loneliness, of being ridiculed, of being persecuted, of being told that they're nothing, of being told that their life is not going to amount to anything. The struggle feels lonely, but that's when faith is at its best. I have never in the entirety of my life seen one stalk of corn break up out of the ground. Why? Because the Lord the harvest always plants them according to the according to the instructions left by those who have gone on before them what am I trying to do I want you to be encouraged and know that you're not by yourself in your struggle but you can't get up out of your situation just because it's uncomfortable just because your faith is being pressed when faith is hard pressed that's when it's at its best that's when the that's when the dying and the falling away of of, of what is present takes place and I love God God ain't about putting us on blast he's okay with us being away in a closed uh, a dark place where can't nobody else see us having our breakdowns he's okay with us being in secluded areas where it's not well, we're not going to lose our witness just because we are going through hard times but it's in those hard times when we lose ourselves and we break forth into the beauty of what God has called us to be so stop trying to act like you got it all together stop trying to impress people and just get away in a secret place get away in a in, get away in your prayer closet start talking to God about those struggles that you're having and trust and know that that falling away is going to take place and what's going to break forth out of there is a harvest that you've never seen before just trying to encourage you to let you know that your harvest must come. The harvest of your faith, it only comes when you're willing to exhaust yourself. I heard the Lord say that. He said, we're trying to hold on to things. We want to keep our seed and we want to receive our harvest. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't, not in any arena. It doesn't work that way. You can't have, like you say, you can't have your cake and eat it too. Once you eat it, it's gone. But it becomes something else. It becomes energy. I don't mind. I wish y'all could stay with me. Y'all not tracking me today. Come on, church. Yeah, you do know that once you plant this seed, you'll never see this seed again. It ceases to exist. The germination process is when the kernel itself breaks open. And yields everything that was on the inside of it to become something that it only imagined within itself that it could be. See, see, here's what I'm trying to get you to see. Some of us are trying to hold on to friends, hold on to relationships, hold on to places in our life that we used to be when we're breaking into these new places. God wanted me to tell you that you're going to have to be willing to trade off and let go of that which was. And believe me, I know as the, as the trade off is higher, as the, as the reward or the harvest is higher, so comes the cost that you're going to have to pay in the trade off. But trust and believe that if you sacrifice, I love how the Bible says, if you met the same measure that you meet, it'll be measured unto you. 
So if you have little sacrifice, you'll get little harvest. But if you have the faith enough to sacrifice much, you best believe that you can't beat God's giving. No matter how hard you try, if you give of yourself in abundance, God will be provoked to make sure that you have exceeding abundantly far above all that you could ever ask or think according to the power. Watch this. That worketh on the inside of you. If you're willing to come to the end of yourself. If you're willing to break out of places that you've been. Here's why this is important. And I got to I got to end here. Here's why this is important. Come back to the next service. I love you. (laughs) Here's why this is important. Lord told me to encourage you with this and let you know you cannot stay in the in the last place of faith that you were in. Romans 1 and 17 is the answer. Are you with me? Here's where it is. Romans 17 is the Romans 1 and 17 is the answer. He says, for herein is the righteousness of God, the right way that God desires us to approach this thing called faith. Herein is the righteousness of God revealed. You want to see how God sees faith? He says that we do what? Can you, is it up there yet? It says that the, the righteousness of God is revealed. How? Here is how the righteousness of God is revealed. From seed faith, dying, producing, harvest of faith. This is how God is seen. You have faith to give your life to Jesus Christ. Allow him to change your ways. And you thought that life was going to be beautiful from then on. And then hardship hit your life. Right? So, so, so you died to yourself there and it produced a harvest. Here's what we got to make sure and don't do. Don't eat all of this. Uh-uh. See, that, that's, that's the concept of the tithe. It ain't about giving your money to the church. It's a principle. It's a concept that God says, don't eat all of your harvest. Take some of it and yield it to me. Because if you can take of the seed, if you can take of a tenth, God Almighty, stay with me. If I got one seed and one seed produces me a whole stalk, if I take a tenth of that stalk, I got more than one. So that means that the potential of my next harvest is exceeding. It exceeds abundance. Abundance to me was taking one seed, getting a full stalk. But now I can take abundance and create exceeding abundance. Well, that helps somebody right there. You might be struggling with giving. You might be struggling with, with moving from where you are, but that just, that, that, if you don't get that, you don't want to get God. Here's what God said to encourage you with, and I'm done. The next challenge that we face in our lives, seed faith will not be sufficient. Listen to me. Seed faith will not be sufficient because he is encouraging us to say, I've given you this seed and trusting that you're going to apply this faith to these challenges and not change your mind. But you're going to endure this hardship knowing. (laughs) I love the Holy Spirit, knowing that because God. Is the greatest power. 
<laughs> I ain't going to ever be defeated. So I trust him with the seed of my faith. I trust him, though I don't know everything about him, that I'm going to believe in this situation. And I'm not going to change my mind. I'm going to endure through this place. And it's going to produce more faith. Watch this. Listen to me now. Have you ever gone through something and God shown up? He came through for you. What did that do for your faith? Can't nobody tell you. Listen to me. Can't nobody tell you God ain't real now because you've encountered him. But before that situation, you ain't know if he was going to come through or not. So your faith had to exhaust itself. I can't do no more, Lord. I'm just going to stand there. I'm, I'm going to believe God. Thank you. Now I'm going to produce more faith in you. This is the reason that there's a great turning away in these last days. Because if we don't work our faith, we never get a harvest. The seed of faith is simply this. I love how James said it. Count it all joy. You fall into diverse temptation, knowing that the trying of your faith worketh patience. But let patience have a perfect worth, because when your faith is tried and it, you endure long suffering through that process, you're going to be whole. You're going to be fully matured, lacking no good thing. In this year of revenant faith, my encouragement to you is just live by faith. Just live by faith. If you live by faith, everything that God has in store for you will be manifested in due season. You can trust you'll reap if you faint not. Man, I pray you were blessed by that message on today. I just love the word of God. I love how it penetrates our heart and imparts into us the ability to live out the word of God. Listen, concerning your faith, I've just released a brand new book entitled Principles of Faith fundamentals to effectively live by faith. And I'd like for you to go on our website, www.michaelgrantministries.net, and I'd like for you to get a copy. Listen, we have it in paperback form and we have it in ebook form. So hurry up today, go on our website and get your copy. And of course, you can continue to follow us on social media at Michael Grant Ministries. And then you can always stay tuned to our podcast, which we post on a weekly basis. I appreciate your support. Appreciate your connection with us. And until next time, stay strong in the faith.